0: Good evening, everybody, and welcome back to the show. Now, before we get started, I'd like to add my disclaimer. All topics discussed on this episode is all allegedly, even if there's allegations that's been proven to be fact. I have no known knowledge of anything to be facts, but because it's been reported, we're going to discuss it. Any recordings that's played on the show is public knowledge and was pulled directly from viral videos on the Internet. We will not alter any audio in no form or fashion, although we will cut short some audios at hand if it is lengthy or too long-winded. Now that we got that out the dough, let's get on with the show. good morning good morning good morning my beautiful people welcome back to the show today is monday february 15th we are on episode three of this podcast for 2021 um and yes february is moving really fast february is moving faster than i expected but nevertheless you know It's been a good month. It's been a good month so far. Um, I'm very excited with everything that's been going on with me personally. So, you know, I'm just looking more forward to see what 2021 is going to bring me, Um, especially as far as my business and stuff like that. So 2021 has been great. It's been great. But, you know, um, like I said, you guys, I'm never live on this Instagram. I'm always live over here on my other accounts. Hey, y'all. What's going on? What's going on? Welcome in the room. Welcome in the room. Um, But anyways, today is um, Monday, February 15th, and we are going to be doing our podcast live on Instagram as well. Let's see what how this goes. Um, hey, girl. Good morning. Good morning. Okay, so one of the people I was waiting on on Instagram popped in, y'all. <clears throat> as I told y'all, you know, a few family members and people wanted me to start going live on my Instagram um, business account for spilling all the beans, but I never do so. We're just gonna see how this is gonna work out um starting forward. But, anyways, you guys, good morning. Thank you for coming into the show. Y'all know how this goes today. We are going to start off with our small business spotlight, and today's small business spotlight goes out to Hollywood 22. Um, Hollywood 22 is a beauty and boutique store provided. That provides beauty services such as makeup applications, manicures, eyelashes, and much, much more in their beauty department. Now, she also has a boutique in the front of her store where you can get the latest fashions, you know, as good as you can get designer-inspired brands like clothes, hats, shoes, coats, and more. You know, but Hollywood 22 Studios is located in the Northfield Square Mall at 1600 Illinois 50, Bourbonus, Illinois 60914. And of course, if you do not live in the surrounding areas, you can check out her website at www.hollywood22studios.com. And of course, all the information will be in the podcast playback in the description box so that you guys can go back and um, write down the information and check her out. But, anyways, that's it for the small business spotlight. So, now we're going to jump straight into news you can use. Now, for the first segment of the news you can use, you guys, 36 people may have developed a rare blood disorder after receiving the COVID 19 vaccine. Now, y'all know we talked about this on the last podcast when I told y'all, just be careful. You know, I know everybody in certain states, you know, um, it's mandated for you all to take the COVID test. And, um, Your jobs are mandating you all to take the COVID test. I just say wait. And the reason I say wait, here's one of them now. But I have more. I have more, y'all. Y'all know how I spread out the news you can use between my podcasts. But I just feel like everybody out there that knows how the CDC works and knows how to medicine control and all of that, it takes up to 10 years to make sure that you got a good vaccine. And considering that COVID-19 just happened last year and y'all already got two vaccines available, I ain't trusting it. Not trusting it at all, but I'm gonna read the article to y'all, and I'm explaining to y'all why I don't trust the shit. So it says, one day after receiving her first dose of Mar- Moderna's, okay, which is the name of the COVID vaccine, the first one, Liz G- Gasapi, um, seventy-two, woke up with bruises on her arms and legs and blisters that bled inside of her mouth. She was hospitalized in New York City that day which was January 9th case of immune um, throbotonia okay look it up throbotonia which is a lack of platelets now for those of you that don't know what the platelets are the platelets is what keeps um, you from having blood clots and stuff it, it what what calms the blood clots in your body so if you have a low level of platelets you're going to have a more chance to get blood clots so, it says, um, the same condition led to death in January of Dr. Gregory Michael, who was 56, an obstetrician in Miami Beach, whose symptoms appeared three days after he received the P-Fixer BioNTech vaccine. Now, the P-Fixer is the second vaccine. That's the second vaccine that they're giving everybody. And, um, BioNTech is a, um... What is it? British? European. I'm sorry. It's a European company that is making these vaccines, okay? So, that's what BioNTech is. Now, the treatment failed to restore his platelets. I told y'all what that is. After two weeks in the hospital, he died from a brain hemorrhage. So, not only... We're going to get to that, though. But not only does it cause clocks, but it'll also cause you to bleed out. Now, it says... It is not known whether this blood disorder is related to the COVID vaccine. Mm -hmm. More than 31 million people in the United States have received at least one dose and 36 cases have been reported to the government vaccine advisory event reporting system, which is called VARS, by the end of January. So, the other, even though they're saying that all these millions of people taking the vaccine, maybe it's people who don't know that the certain symptoms that's going on is because of the vaccine. But 36 similar cases to this one have been found already throughout the whole fucking United States. So, it says, um, the cases involved either the p which I told y'all about, BioNTech vaccine, or the Moderna vaccine. Now... The only two, um, those are the only two authorized vaccines so far and for emergency in the United States. But the report system shows only problems described by healthcare providers or patients after the vaccine and does not indicate whether the shots actually caused the problem. Sure, they always say that. It says officials with the Food and Drug Administrator and the Center for Disease Control and Prevention said that they were looking into the reports, but that so far, Rates of the condition in a vaccine, people did not appear higher than normal rates found in the United States population. So the cases will be considered overall that the vaccines is considered safe. A small number of severe allergic reactions have been reported, but nothing too serious. And the rates, uh, and it says, and the rates are in line with who's reporting for other vaccines, regulators say. And it says in a statement p fitzer said we take reports of adv- advisory events very seriously and he added that it was it was aware that the thrombotonia things could have been from uh, cases could have been from the vac- vaccine so it's like y'all don't y'all kind of contradicting yourself one minute you say the vaccine is safe but then you also saying like well it could have happened because of the vaccine it did it happened because of the damn vaccine, y'all. So, like, if, and then I feel like, okay, so the the other part of the people who took millions, who took the vaccine, you know, maybe they have a better immune system, their health is better, whatever. But at the same time, you don't know what it's going to do to you. And if you guys do your research, they are putting, <laughs> they are putting dead fetuses in our body. Let, let's just be real about it. Look it up, find out what all is being done and put into these vaccines. Now, one thing that shocked me was that they were not shy and they weren't hiding what they're doing with these vaccines. So it kind of tricked me out a little bit. Like, I don't want no damn body else's genetics running through my damn body. Y'all don't make sense right now. And then considering that they feel like it's safe because of them being a, a fetus, a new you know, little beady nothing baby that didn't grow into anything yet that's what makes it even scarier for me because you have a lot of people that develop certain blood diseases and certain disorders as they grow up they weren't born with it but as they get older certain stuff happened so for me i feel like how do y'all know that this fetus as it got older wouldn't have something going on with it so now y'all putting the genetics into my body To try to help fight off an antibody for this damn coronavirus. Which on on the next podcast we are going to be talking about the next article that I have. Which is speaking on us not being able to build an immunity to this shit. So for me it's like the flu shot. I never took the flu shot. I don't plan on taking the flu shot. Now every year you need to take the flu shot to reassure you don't catch the flu right? So for me you're going to have to take this shot. Well, either the P. Fitzer shot or the um, the other shot. I need to see it to know how to read it because I keep forgetting the name of it. The trauma, uh, the, well, i just seen it too. Anyways, y'all know what I'm talking about. But you're going to have to take the shot every year just like the flu shot. I don't want y'all to keep injecting somebody else's DNA in me. I'm just going to be perfectly honest. So I'll just continue to wear my mask, wash my hands, and stay safe. As long as, look, y'all, as long as everybody else is taking a shot to build up, well, they'll never build up an immunity, but to keep from catching the corona that year when they took the shot, you should be just as safe because if they ain't got it, you ain't got it. And as long as you keep washing your hands, wearing your mask, and staying distance from everybody else, you'll be okay. I, I, I've been corona-free for a year now. We've made it through a whole year. I have not caught corona um, I work for the state, so we get tested every. We get tested twice every week. Every Tuesday and Thursday we get tested. They just changed it to Tuesday and Friday, but what the damn do? But we get tested twice a week, so I haven't came out with the corona yet. No one in my family has. My husband stay going twenty four seven in and out the door. He haven't brought corona back in, so we just gonna keep this space clear and keep the energy floating. No corona over here, okay? <laughs> That's how we gonna do that. Now, um, like I said, it's completely up to you all if you um, choose to take, you know, the vaccine. But I just say, just wait. Just wait, you guys. Now, let me pull up this. Uh, hold on. Just try to wait, for real. Because, like I said, anybody who knows, it takes up to 10 years to make sure a vaccine is good. So, basically, right now, we are their guinea pigs. We are the guinea pigs for the state, right? Hey, good morning. Hey, boo. Um, we are guinea pigs for the state right now because they can't use lab rats anymore. They can't use pigs, um, and they're going to make the monkeys extinct if they keep on fucking testing shit out on them. So for them, the best thing that they can do is test it out on a human. Just think about it. What better way to test a, a vaccine or anything out that is supposed to be for humans on humans. What better way? You know, because when they, back in the days when they were using lab rats, the only thing, the reason why they stopped is because they started to realize that our systems are different. So everything that the lab rat is accepting to or rejecting to is different for the human form. So they realized we can't keep using lab rats, you know what I'm saying, to see if this is going to work on a human. Because it worked on a lab rat, but now we put it onto a human, and the human then died on (laughs) us. You know, so that's the best way now for them to test out these vaccines. And for me, I'm always afraid when shit is free. Every damn, everything that we take, everything, every, you can go to the emergency room right damn now and get charged probably $200 just for a goddamn Tylenol on your bill. So why is it that every year the flu shot is free? You can just walk into Walgreens and walk to the pharmacy section and say, hey, I want a flu shot. Put it in there, you know, and you get your flu shot and walk your ass out. Why is my insurance not paying for the flu shot? Why am I not paying for the flu shot? Why is it free? And it's the same with the coronavirus. It's because y'all still don't know what the hell y'all doing. Y'all still testing shit out right now. And I can guarantee you, when we look up and they start saying, oh, the flu shot ain't free no more, y'all gotta pay for this because they figured it out this time. Out of all the years of everybody getting stuck, something happening, getting sick, or developing some type of disorder, blood disorder in your body, because you was a guinea pig the whole time. Believe it or not. But anyways, we ain't gonna tarry too long on that, you guys. Go look into the articles and check out more on that. For those of you who, you know, want to be more educated on it. But um, we are going to jump into the second news you can use, which is Florida Water Hacker Highlights Risk of Remote Access Without Proper Security. So for those of y'all who don't know, even if you are in the Florida area, and I'm a little nervous because we're going to be taking a vacation in a couple weeks to Florida. But there was a hacker that tapped into their system and upped the levels of lie and um chlorine chloroform in the water which means had it reached people homes in their water main lines they would have died drinking that water you probably would have fell over in the bathroom brushing your damn teeth and gargling you would have died okay but i'm going to read the article it says <clears throat> it says insecure remote work software is a major security of weakness for hackers The issue was brought into stark relief on February 5th, when hackers gained access to a Florida water treatment facility by using a dormant remote access software, which is scary. It makes me wonder, was it someone who used to work for them and got mad because they got their asses fired? But it says, and then tried to poison the water supply. The hacker was quickly caught by a human operator at the facility, but, but the indicated highlights a potential economic-wide problem as the COVID-19 pandemic has pushed millions of workers to work from home. The problem is, the problem is not the fact that the remote software existed. I think the problem is that the advisory got a hold of the credentials such as the advisory was able to access it. How? If y'all system, I mean, I know hackers are bomb out there, but how many people, you know, just want to hack a water line and poison every damn body in Florida? Now, he didn't try to hack water lines all over simultaneously like you would if it was, um, a, um, what do you call it? Like, um, a worldwide cyber hit, you know, with, with, um, the word is there and it's just not coming out right now. Hey, good morning. Good morning, everybody coming in. But, um, terrorists, that's the word. If it was a terrorist thing, it wouldn't just be in Florida. You know what I'm saying, so I feel like this is someone who probably lost their job or couldn't get a job there, and got pissed off, and they're a very good hacker. But it says technical directory of security consultant at the NCC Group North America um, spoke as an an information from the security professional and said that it is it is the need for strong authentication when critical situations are going like this are going into play these sorts of remote access systems let me scroll up access systems as cnn has reported the treatment plant had used multiple computers running an aging version of microsoft windows oh to monitor the facility remotely so they were using new softwares that's probably where they fucked up at sometimes it's good to stick with the old pass request to be in my life. Um, one moment. Um, for those of you on Instagram that's new. Because all my people over here. Y'all already know. But those of you who are new on here. Um, when I'm doing news you can use. I don't do comments yet. The comments are not until we get into the grounded up gossip. No cream no sugar section. Or the instant coffee unfiltered. Then I do. Um, I read comments once I'm done. So that everybody is aware. So for you that's waiting to be in the live. I will let you join in. And um, we're going to talk about a few things as well because I usually don't. Because over here, I'm not able to let anyone join in a laugh, but I know on Instagram I'm able to. So that's a good thing. That's a good thing for those of you who want to talk. But um, it says, according to the Pentelist County Sheriff Bob Gotari, I'm sorry if I slaughtered that name, and the Massachusetts government advised to the public water supplies that hackers gain access to the water facility controls throughout remote access new software system known as TeamViewer. Hmm. So that's where they have it where everyone is able to monitor what's going on. And that's what happened in this case. Um, Because of the new system, there was a guy who was able to notice that You know, like, it was just a bunch of coding that was going on really fast. He said it, like, flashed really fast on his computer. So, which means, had he not been like this and looking at the computer all day, which is what they're trying to do, and he'd look to the side and, Hey, y'all, how you doing? And he wouldn't have caught it. You know what I'm saying? So, but he said that it flashed. It was a flash, and it was, like, different tablets trying to open up on his computer. So... When he actually, you know, started paying more attention, he said about an hour later, because he paid attention for a full hour, he said about an hour later, he noticed that in the system where they control the lye and the chlorine and or chloroform or whatever, he said that level started to raise up. And it went from 100, I think, BCUs or BTCs or whatever they call it, to 11,100. So whoever this hacker was was trying to kill every goddamn body in the state of Florida. (laughs) Like, for real. He was trying to kill every damn body. But um, if you are in the state of Florida, y'all, be careful. Because I'm guaranteeing you this hacker is trying to find another way to probably tap into somebody else's system really quick. Who probably is not going to catch it. Who's not going to pay any attention to it. And poison the water. And, you know, I had told my husband, look, when we go out here on our vacation, we ain't drinking no water, not even at the restaurant. Everything is bottled. And while we at the hotel, you know, I'm sure you you probably, I don't even know if it would do anything to your body washing up in it. You know, outside of just drinking it, like, would it burn your body after a while? Would you start blistering up? You know, I need to look into this a little more to find out what happens. If you get any type of lie and chloroform mixed together, too much of it on your body, what can it do? Because I'm gonna be cautious when we go out here. I almost don't want to, but everything's paid for, so we can't we can't change our trip. But um, anyways, you guys, that is all for our news you can use segment. Now we definitely are gonna be getting into the grounded up gossip, no cream, no sugar. But y'all know how this goes. We are gonna take a quick sponsor break. And when we come back. We're going to get into the gossip, honey, about Wendy Williams' movie. So if y'all saw the Wendy Williams movie, y'all finally got a chance to see it. We're going to be discussing her movie today. All right, y'all. We are back. We Are you ready for the smile you deserve to get the confidence you need? Well look no further because Vanity and Beyond offers a teeth whitening service to smile for. You can choose anywhere from a 30 minute session to an hour session where price is lower than other teeth whitening competitors. Just simply go to www.VanityandBeyond.Schedulista.com to set an appointment and get started on your future to a bright smile in just as little as one to two sessions. And the best part? You can receive $15 off your first service by using the promo code MORNINGCOFFEE. So don't wait. Let's be on our way to a bright smile to match our even brighter futures. All right, y'all, we are back. We are back. We are back. Now it's time to get into our grounded up gossip, no cream, no sugar segment. And we are going to be talking about this Wendy Williams movies, child. Y'all know I got my notes. So now what I will say about the movie is um, I like it. I like the movie, but um, I don't know. I felt like Wendy was leaving out some stuff. Because, you know, i follow Wendy for a long time. And there's been a lot of stuff about her in the blogs. There's been a lot of things she said herself throughout her um, radio show, you know, over the years. And I was trying to see a few things in there. She didn't highlight too much of Kevin and, um, what is it? Uh, I forgot the girl's name. Is it Serena or Sabrina? I think it's Serena. She didn't highlight a whole lot of that. Which was okay because she didn't want to give that girl no more shine than it's needed. But I will say, I would love, love, love to see Serena come out, her and Kevin come out with their version of the movie and what was going. I just want to see what happened on their end. You know, why he was cheating on Wendy, so we knew what happened with Wendy's story. So I just want to know what happened on their side of the story now. You know, what was Serena going through with him? What was she dealing with as far as, you know, him trying to sneak and be with her outside of Wendy? You know what I'm saying? Give us a two-part to this. Give us a two-part to this because I'm nosy. I want to know exactly how this is going to go. But anyways, um, like I said, I will say I like the movie, but it could have been just a little more to it. Um, It almost seemed like it was rushed through the scenes. And it felt like um, a few things were skipped over, like I said. But, you know, I don't know. Y'all let me know how y'all feel. But anyways, nevertheless, the movie opened up with Wendy Williams, and she was showing her struggle as a kid with her weight. We've heard about that multiple times because Wendy used to be fat back in the days. If you don't know, go look up the old Radio Wendy when she was on Kiss and all the other radio shows. So Wendy Williams was a little chunky girl back in her days and in her college years. And um, she was showing in the beginning how her parents was hard on her with her weight. And how, you know, her friends and her siblings and whatnot was a little hard on her when it came to her weight. And they were her dad would always tell her, like, you know, Wendy, you would be such a beautiful girl if you just lose some weight. And I know that could be a little harsh because I got a little chunky kid myself. And sometimes I can be a little bit hard on him, but I don't say, oh, well, you can look so much better if you were skinny because my baby handsome regardless. But I do tell him about his health as far as his weight, you know, because he's bigger than his daddy. For real, in real life. He's bigger than his daddy when they step on that scale. So, you know, I understand a little bit with her dad. But at the same time, you cannot put your child down like that. You just can't because it it, it does something, something to different people. But, um, you know, Wendy didn't let that stop her, honey. She had dreams, and she had big dreams. Now, the movie ended up transitioning from the beginning because Wendy wanted to do radio. So, she kind of was, like, in her bedroom, pretending she was doing a radio show, and the movie transitioned to the next part of her life. And at this part, she was working at the radio station, um, and which she had already talked about she was doing radio in college as well, but she actually got the chance to work at a real radio station. And, um... Wendy, you know, she's from New Jersey, if you did not know. Wendy's from New Jersey, and she, um, after she got her big deal or whatever from the radio show, she ended up hopping all the way around, like, because she couldn't really find a spot for her, you know what I'm saying? So, she got to hopping all around from place to place, and she ended up landing her a job in D.C. for the radio, where she was, um... Filling in, No, she wasn't filling in. Kathy Hughes gave her a job. This wasn't the part where she was filling in for nobody. Kathy Hughes ended up giving her a position in talk radio. Now, it goes on to her doing an interview with Ricky Tony. And Ricky Tony is a name that's made up, of course, to protect the real person in the movie. But I did look up who the real person was. He's an old schooler guy, too. I should have put his name in my notes. But... I don't want to do that because of violations. I don't want to mess around and somebody be trying to come after me for saying their name. So just do y'all research. Just Google um, the guy who supposedly, the who's Ricky Tony? That's what you Google. Who is Ricky Tony from the from the Wendy movie? And it'll tell you exactly who the real man is that, that ended up doing what they did. But anyways, um, after she was doing her interview with Ricky Tony, he invited her to a party, an after party or whatever. And, you know, Wendy was cool with it because she was smitten by the man. She, she actually liked it, the guy. She was, you know, kind of flirty, flirty with him because she was not with Kevin at this time. So, Ricky Tony asked her to go back to, you know, to come with him to her to his hotel so that he can change his clothes or whatever and they can head straight out to the party. So, you know, back in those days, it's not like now when we think about that shit like, yo, hotel. No. And if I do go, I'm sitting out in the car. You going upstairs and get dressed and I'll be down here. So back then, it was a little different, you know. You go up to the room with them. Yeah, go and get dressed or whatever. You know, you're being nosy, probably looking through stuff, and then you guys would leave. That's not what happened. Wendy went to the hotel with him so he could get dressed, and um, he ended up kind of like trying to force and push himself on her. Y'all should go watch the movie. It's really good. But he was like kind of pushing and forcing himself on her, made her kind of back, back into the bed, and she fell onto the bed. And he kind of like just all on top of her kissing her. You know, she like, "Mm mm-mm, you know, kind of rejected him a little bit. But you can tell she was scared. So, nevertheless, because he comes out the bathroom with a whole towel wrapped around him. So, he naked, child. So, he ended up pushing himself on her and he raped Wendy. Now, Wendy didn't tell anybody after it happened or whatever, you know. She ended up going to the clinic to get herself tested. Because at that time, AIDS was Becoming, you know, it was a big thing back at, you know, at this time. It was something new. Nobody really knew what was AIDS. So, um, and she talked about that. So she ended up going to get herself checked out to make sure she didn't have AIDS or whatever. She was clear, or whatever. But, um, like I said, she didn't tell anybody that she was raped by this man. She kept it a secret because he was an up-and-coming artist. So, it's just like now where something happened with a big-name artist, you're kind of afraid to put their business out there because something may happen to you. You may be blackballed, shamed, whatever. So, Wendy knew, and she kept her mouth quiet or whatever. But anyway, nevertheless, you know, she finally ended up getting a job that she wanted um, on weekends um, back in New York. And she was driving back and forth um, to D.C. from to New York, you know, on her weekend jobs. Now, fast forward, she ended up telling um, the job in D.C. that she got a weekend job in New York and her job in D.C. ended up firing her ass for that. Why, I don't know, but Wendy did not let that stop her, honey, because she was making more money in New York anyway, as she was saying on the movie. So, she ended up getting fired from um, her in New York job, eventually, down the line, and she ended up going to another radio station, which was Kiss FM, because those of us now know Wendy from Kiss FM. Well, I can say I know her from Kiss FM, back when I used to watch Martin all the time. Wendy was very big, and she was hot on Kiss FM, but anyways... She ended up getting a job because Carol Ford was off from work. She was like on vacation or something. And Wendy used to come down to that station every single day shooting her shot to get the job. Never landed it. And the um, one of the managers or whatever who noticed Wendy constantly coming that she was determined. So he ended up letting her um, fill in for Carol Ford at Kiss FM. And um, Wendy was determined to stick it out and not just, you know, kind of be brushed away after Carol Ford came back. So they ended up offering Wendy Williams a actual position at the radio station, okay? And, you know, she was making a big buzz because she was always talking about um, different celebrities putting their business out there. And as you all know, it's nothing nowadays. It's just, it's a thing. It's hot. Back then, that would get you killed. Talking about these people, personal business. she talking about with Houston business, Mariah Carey, Puff Daddy. When I say the list goes on, Wendy Williams held no bars when she opened her mouth. Okay, but um, you know, like I said, she finally got the opportunity to go ahead and work on the radio show, and um, at this time, she ended up doing a interview with Eric B. Now, (laughs) Wendy Williams, okay, she's the gossip girl of the city. She might not have been a hot commodity with her looks and all that back then and there, but everybody liked her. You know what I'm saying? It was something about Wendy Williams that drew people into her. Now, she ended up um, interviewing Eric B. And after the interview, her and Eric B ended up hooking up, but... When I say, now, if y'all don't know who Eric B is, honey, that's Mr. Thinking of the Master Plan. Hey, I got something, something, something inside my plan. Eric B, okay, that's Eric B. And, um, matter of fact, I take that back. She was dating Rakim, not Eric B. I take that back. But, you know, Eric B and Rakim was a thing. They was a group or a twosome, whatever you would call it. They was like a little group thing. But I take that back. I'm sorry. She was dating Rakim Eric B. And um, her and Rakim was hitting it off really, really good. And as we knew, we thought Kim was the man back in the day. You know what I'm saying? And come to find out, honey, Kim ass was low-key broke. Like most most celebrities. <laughs> like most celebrities back in that time. He was a little broke. Let me, let me readjust my viewing over here, y'all. Because I got to plug y'all in. But, um, I'm sorry. But, nevertheless, her and Eric B hit it off. I mean, why keep saying Eric B? I like the Eric B. That's why. He was the cool one. But, um, Rakim was, um, the big-headed one, shall I try? He was the one that thought he was too good for, for a lot of stuff. But, anyway, um, she did not put Rakim in a good light in this movie. At all. And I'm not gonna, okay, is that a good lighting? There we go. She did not put him in a good light at all on this movie, um, simply because he was using Wendy. He was using Wendy, and you would have thought that Eric B had some money, but I guess he ain't had that much money. So, Wendy Williams, anyway, she ended up letting him use her car, and um, he was supposed to brought it back before she was going to work or something, because his car was supposed to have been in the shop. So, she ended up telling him to bring her car back before she go to work because she didn't want to be late. Now, in the movie, she was just sitting there. She was waiting on him. She was calling and calling his phone. He didn't answer. So, finally, he pops up with her car, tosses her the keys and shit, and kind of treat her like filth. And, you know, she was just like, well, damn. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Is that how it goes? So, she ended up saying also, like, that wasn't the last time that he used her car. After that, she ended up renting him a car to use on his own. And, um... Eventually, she started to realize that Eric B was not the man that she thought he was. So she ended up breaking it off with him because she was just using her. She said by the time she got through with Rakim, I keep saying Eric B, don't I? She said by the time she got done dealing with Rakim, her credit was fucked. <laughs> she said her credit went to shit. He ran her credit down, okay? And um, she kind of had to start back over from scratch after that. But she ended up leaving him alone and broke it off. And she ended up finding out she was pregnant. Now, she said she went and got her an abortion because she wasn't ready for a baby. She definitely didn't want a baby by Rakim. And she didn't let him know. She just quietly went and got an abortion. She didn't tell anybody about it at all. Now, she also skipped over her first marriage because after that, Wendy ended up getting married. We knew about that. If you follow Wendy Williams, you know her life. So, she ended up getting married with her first husband, but she didn't put him in the movie because... He wasn't, child, he wasn't shit. Her first husband really wasn't nothing. You, you think Kevin wasn't shit. Her first husband was nothing. So she really didn't put him in there. She kind of, like, said a little bit, oh, then I got married, that didn't work out, so we got divorced. Because in real reality, she got married for her mom. Her mom was um, fond of the guy. She really liked him. She hooked them up, and Wendy ended up marrying for her mom because she didn't love that man. But, um, you know, anyways she didn't think, like I said, she didn't think it was important to put that in her story. But, after that, she ended up meeting Kevin, um, after her first marriage. Her and Kevin ended up hooking up because of Charlemagne the God. Charlemagne the God and Whitney, uh, Whitney. Charlemagne the God and Wendy Williams were good friends back in the days. Um, because Charlemagne was in that light like he is now, with blogging and reporting stuff and shit like that. Radio, whatever. And, um, he ended up kind of, I guess, somewhat hooking them up, or not even a hookup, like an introduction, shall I say? And she hooked up with him on her own, or whatever. But um, let's not get it confused. Wendy Williams was a made woman before Kevin, because a lot of people keep thinking Kevin um, put Wendy in her position. No, Kevin put Wendy in her position on her TV show. He's the reason she got that big deal. Now she don't, she don't d- deny that. Because in the show, it talks about it. But, um... Like I said, they ended up hooking up or whatever. He blew her mind. He ended up being the love of her damn life. Now, we're gonna jumpstart a little bit and fast forward. He was kind of being her manager after a while, just through radio. And he was trying to, of course, give Wendy Williams a bigger deal on TV. Now, Wendy was landing... Trying, they was trying to give Wendy a position on, um, like, The View. And, um you know, for a setting like that with her and a couple of other women on the panel and stuff like that. Kevin wasn't going. He was like, no. He turned down every single deal that came her way because he told Wendy, you're going to get your own TV show. If they're not offering you your own daytime show, we're not going. You're not, he was like, you know, you're bigger than half of these women that they're trying to put you in the room with. So, you know, I can say that he had her best interest in heart when it came to that. Now, um, she ended up talking about, um... Was it Total? Yeah. It was either the group Total or SWV. I believe it was Total. Because Total was managed by Puffy. And she ended up talking about Total. And, uh, man, put them in a bad light, child. And this was in real life, too. Because I remember when this happened. Total came up to the radio station. was ready to whoop Wendy's ass. <laughs> Kevin had to come in and whisper away them and then save the day before they tore her ass up. And after that, um, Puff Daddy was a little upset. So, he was trying to get her fired from the show, but of course he couldn't because of her being under a specific contract. So, what happened was the show kind of let her go. What it, what they did was the woman told her, I can still pay you without you being on air because you're under contract. We're going to pay you, but we don't want you on air anymore because you, you're putting the risk on our show. You know, you... you, you putting us in a bad light over here on the show. So Wendy was like, oh, okay. That's how it was going to go. So like I said, she didn't let that stop her. She ended up landing another position back at her old job. He gave her her old position because he loved loved the gossip. Their ratings went down after Wendy left. So she ended up getting another position back there. And um, she ended up finding out she was pregnant, which is sad because she lost that first baby. She um, lost the baby, I believe, at seven weeks. Um, and I believe it was due to drugs. Now, I'm not speculating anything, but I will say because she talked about her drug addiction a lot throughout the show. I just don't want to get too in detail, so you guys just go watch it. But she talked about her drug addiction a lot in the show. And she made it seem like she went cold turkey because Kevin wasn't on drugs. He sold them, but he wasn't on them. <laughs> So, you know what I'm saying? To keep him, she got off drugs. She claimed she did a cold turkey. I believe it was a lie. because she said it only took a week girl, that's a lie because it's taking you a long time now to recover again. But anyways, I believe she lost her first baby due to her still sneaking and doing drugs on the the side. And after that baby, she got pregnant again. And this time she made it to five months. And she ended up losing that baby. And I guess it came out of her in clots. So she didn't have to deliver. She just, you know, lost the baby in blood clots. Now, she got pregnant for the third time, and she was five months again. And this time, she was at, like, a convenience store when she lost that baby. She had knocked something off the counter, and she bent down to pick it up, and she went into labor. They went to the hospital. Sad case, the baby was stillborn inside of her stomach. So she had to deliver this baby. And this one was a girl. So that really messed Wendy up because I guess she wanted a girl so badly. So it kind of messed her up or whatever that she lost that baby. And um, Kevin was like, well, maybe it's because God is not going to bless us because we're doing this all wrong. You know, maybe we need to get married and maybe we need to do this the right way. So nevertheless, him and Wendy ended up getting married. Bam, she got pregnant again. Now, this time, Wendy changed her doctors. And this doctor told her the reason she was losing all her babies was because her cervix is very weak and short. So, and that's kind of crazy because I have a friend like that who have lost five of her children and she now finding out it's because of her cervix, which i feel like that's bad on the doctor's behalf because i do believe based on your insurance it's based on how they treat you because if she'd have had some good old blue cross blue shield they probably would have found out about her cervix being weakened and being shortened and that she literally has to be on bed rest once she reached four months for the remaining of the time so that's kind of what happened with Wendy. so she was on bed rest the remaining of her pregnancy she was doing radio from home because they loved her so much The radio station was like, girl, what are we going to do for nine months without you? So they hooked up her whole thing at the house. Now, at this time, this is when Kevin started to cheat on her because, of course, she couldn't have sex. Um, She was a high-risk pregnancy and all the above. And this is when he met Serena. Now, the messy part about this shit is he met Serena through Charlemagne the God, too. (laughs) Charlemagne is a messy-ass man. If y'all know him for real in this industry, Charlemagne is very messy as fuck. But he ended up hooking them up or whatever or introducing them. Kevin ended up going further with this girl. So in one of the scenes, how Wendy found out, Wendy went to one of the clubs because it was a comedy club that they ran back then that Kevin ran, which is still good now. The Laugh House or some other comedy house. And Serena was there um, taking tickets, you know, the money for the tickets for them to come in. And she used to be at the bar. So, Wendy was like, why are you taking tickets now? You know, why are you not serving drinks and doing your job? Da, 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 da. So, she was like, I don't know. Kevin want me here. Ask him. You know, being funny. So, Wendy went over and she got to talking to Charlemagne because Kevin was over there with, like, some business people. And she asked Charlemagne, who was that? Charlemagne was like, oh, that's Serena. Now, if you Google and found out about Serena, she was a model back in the days. You know, how they used to have, like, vibe and source magazines and all those hood magazines and they would have this you know the pretty woman with the big booty or the nice body on the front of the magazines she was one of the magazine girls so I'm sure Wendy knew her from that but she was just a little confused why you know she's in this new position so Charlemagne was just like you know I don't know but he definitely gave her a heads up to keep an eye out on it because he did think something was going on so fast forward Wendy ended up finding out that Kevin was cheating with her now, in real time, all the blogs started reporting and putting it out there. TMZ, the Shea Room, everybody started posting that Kevin was cheating with Serena because he was getting sloppy with it. He was going out with this girl. He was being seen in the restaurants with this woman. She, uh, at the car lot, buying her high expensive cars. Now, what fucked Wendy up was when she found out about it, she found out that Kevin moved the girl not even a mile or a half a mile up the block from them. Messy, right? Trifling. So, you know, she started to do more research, and of course, while she was on her actual show, the Wendy Williams talk show, she'd do hot topics. So, this stuff kept coming up in her hot topics, and she kept trying to defend her marriage. Oh, there's nothing going on. There's nothing. Trust me, it's all good, in Hunterville, and all that shit. So, nevertheless, um, Serena ended up getting pregnant. And once that news hit the blog and pictures started to fly and they started to see her stomach and she was actually getting bigger. They started to see Kevin taking her to doctor's appointments. I said, this man really didn't give a damn. He was really being messy. Like, because mentally he thought Wendy was not gonna leave him. Because throughout the whole movie, You know, like I said, they didn't show him cheating, but Wendy would catch him talking to women silently in the other room, and he would tell her, yeah, I'm cheating on you, and it's because you ain't giving me none, and yada, yada, yada. So, as everything started hitting, the news itself, Wendy went and hired a PR to really get deep and down and dirty and find out what's going on. So, when she found out where they stayed at up the street from her, she went to the house, she damaged the whole house. She spray painted that motherfucker. She went in the inside of the house and spray painted Wendy and Kevin forever on every damn thing. So, you know, she was really hurt because she built over a 20 year relationship with this man. They got a 21 year old son, 22. Little Kevin, I believe like 22. So nevertheless, Wendy was trying to keep save face until her son went out of high school and go to college because her plan was to divorce Kevin after that. So, during the last years of her son's, um, high school, Wendy went and changed her will. She went and changed, um, him being, um, what is, like, the overseer for the show or whatever. Like, she went behind his back, and she was smart, let's just say that. She didn't wait for no courts, nothing. She went silently and started changing shit, legally, legally. And then when they went to court, Kevin thought he had, he thought he was going to get a big cut of this and a big cut of that and being a part of the show for this and that, baby. Wendy was not playing, okay? So, like I said, when she found out about all of that and him taking Miami trips with this woman, pictures was floating left and right, she ended up leaving Kevin. But she was in the sober house. And on her show, one of the episodes she came on her show and was letting everybody know that she's in the sober house, which I believe that triggered her drug and alcohol back off when she found out about the girl being pregnant. And she went back to doing drugs, in my opinion, because what else are you in the sober house for? So um, she was going back and forth from work to the sober house, and we never knew it on the show. You know, we see Wendy on TV every day, we think she's a regular life, but the whole time she was coming back and forth from the sober house. And, um, on one of the last scenes of her and Kevin, he came to the sober house to visit her and let her know that the baby was born and that Serena had a girl. When I say that killed Wendy Williams because, as you all know, before she got pregnant with little Kevin, her last pregnancy was a girl. And she wanted that girl. So, this just really fucked Wendy up. She knew she couldn't have any more kids. Kevin was gonna be the only child. So, that kinda, um, I'm breaking up over here. How about now? Am, is my connection good? I'm sorry. But, um, you know, she she was just done with it after she had little Kevin. You know, she couldn't get pregnant again. She was going to be at high risk. And she didn't want to go through all that all over again. But, you know, now, after all of that with Serena and having a baby, Wendy Williams came back onto her show with a whole new attitude, a whole new everything, okay? And she let us know, hey, everything and it is all bad in Hunterville, goddammit, her and Kevin is getting a divorce, yada yada yada. And how the show is still gonna go on, regardless. When is you when is you breaking up? What do you mean when am I breaking up? Um I'm getting thrown off from what I'm saying. That's why I read comments afterwards. But, um, <laughs> but you know, nevertheless, Wendy had a whole new fresh start on her life. She was, um, she was granted more, a couple of more seasons on her show. And this was literally around the time Corona hit, because this was 2019. Well, the end of 2019, going into 2020. So once Corona and everything hit, with Wendy trying to do a new, her whole new fresh start. I think that's when she hit rock bottom again because she was doing everything from home live and Wendy would look like she was under the influence crazy when she would come on her show she would be looking crazy you know makeup not done hair not done she just looked pale as ever I I mean it was just I, I was getting a little scared for my girl but she picked up the pieces damn it and you know she she got back in order She got back in order. She's better than ever now. Her show is back more messier. Because, you know, she kind of cleaned it up a little bit. She was messy on her Hot Topic still. But I believe it was because of Kevin. She was cleaning up her image. So, now with them being separated, you know, the show is just... She's back to Wendy. She's back to the Wendy before Kevin. And I like it. I absolutely fucking like it. She is back to the old Wendy Williams. But, um... Yeah, so if y'all didn't see the show, if y'all didn't go watch her movie, go watch the Wendy Williams movie, y'all. If I didn't give y'all enough information that way, it sounded just as interesting because I couldn't give, I couldn't tell the whole movie to y'all, but I wanted to give y'all a good, a lot of the good insights that I thought were good pointers on the movie. But, um, let me read and see what the hell y'all talking about. Am I still breaking up over here on Instagram? Let me know. Let me know in the comments. Am I still breaking up? Okay, let me see. What y'all talking about? Um, Somebody says, I saw the movie, but I felt it could have been better. Yeah, I said the same thing. I felt, I wouldn't say I felt it could have been better because it was a good movie. I feel like it could have been more to it. That's what I feel. I feel like she was skipping over some stuff because a lot of the scenes were like jumping. It was jumping. It was like, okay, she was a kid. Then it jumped to her being like in her younger years. Doing radio, then it jumped again to her being grown when she was getting her breast implants and all that other stuff. And then it jumped again to her owning her show with the Wendy Williams show. So I do believe she was in between there. There was some stuff missing. But I mean it's cool. It's cool. Somebody says, I can't believe how Wendy let it all out in this movie about her drug habit. Well, she couldn't add it. But, I mean, like, honestly, she could not have, am I still breaking up over here? Y'all ain't told me nothing yet. But she couldn't hide it. You know what I'm saying? Because it was in the vlogs, it was, she was in the media about her drug habits. So, she might as well have put it out in the movie. Because if she didn't, we would have been looking at, at it a little bit fraudulent. You know what I'm saying? We'd have been looking at it a little bit fraudulent. Because we knew her drug habit back then. So, she had to throw that in the movie. Let me see Somebody says, Kevin Kevin is a big womanizer. I didn't like him before the movie. Now, I really can't stand him. <laughs> she said she didn't like him before the movie. Now, you really can't stand his ass. Let me see. Are you still trying to get in the... Are you still... Boom! Are you trying to get in the room? Uh, now, I got somebody over here who was trying to get in... On my live so we'll see if she'll pop in over here and state her case because I'm gonna switch it up a little bit y'all, on the show sometime sometime if y'all can jump in on the live instead of me reading your comment you can say how you feel that works out just the same am I still breaking up or not nah? ain't nobody told me nothing over here but let me see what else y'all got going um somebody says girl I was dumbfounded when I found out she dated right Kim I was in love with him and Eric B. Yes. She dated Rakim, Chad, I missed the thinking of a master plan. <laughs> oh, he was thinking of a master plan, all right, getting with Wendy ass. Um, somebody say, Wendy's still messy, but not like back in the day. She watered down a little now. Yeah. She had to water it down, though. She had to water it down for the, the TV, you know, for, for the TV sake. It's different on radio uh, from TV. You know, you kind of got to clean up your image just a little bit when you're on live TV let me see somebody said I love me some Wendy Williams she's getting more messy since the divorce yeah she has um okay well y'all know i read a few comments A couple of y'all everybody yeah let me see oh somebody said where can I find the article about the COVID just, okay, what you do is type in 36 people may have developed rare blood disease after COVID vaccine. Just throw that in there. Just just somewhere type any of that in there. I'm telling you, it's going to pop in. No. So I'm not breaking up. Are you still trying to say something, girl? Because I tried to um, add you in on the live before I take this next quick break. She, somebody says she's still so extra and overdramatic, but that's Wendy. <laughs> that's Wendy. It wouldn't be her if she wasn't extra and over-dramatic about everything. That's what make her um, a good um, reporter. That's what makes her who she is. When you got to be messy. Look at me. I be messy, but I water it down just a little bit. There's the cocoa the meaty cocoa I water it down and it's simply because I ain't in the industry yet honey and I ain't trying to burn no bridges before I can cross that motherfucker and I end up drowning and falling and drowning in the water so you know I'd be a little messy but I, I I'm a little clean with it at, at the same time you know you know but um let me see Marie one more comment let me see Okay, everybody else just kind of saying, hey, hey, y'all see some of y'all coming into the room. Y'all are like a little bit late, but it's okay. Um, well, that is all I got for my Grounded Up Gossip, No Cream, No Sugar segment. Y'all know we are going to get into the instant coffee unfiltered, but we got to take another break. And when we come back, we're going to be talking about this Gorilla Goo Girl and the drama that has unfolded since I told y'all last about her situation. And we're also going to be talking about Silento, the whip Nene guy. For y'all who don't know that watch me whip and watch me nene. Yeah. Uh he killed his cousin and he's, yeah, it's not looking too good for him. So I'm going to read the, we're going to read the article about him, but we're also going to be talking about the Gorilla Goo Girl child so we can get on and off of her because I am so tired of this shit. I'm tired, okay? But we're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back, y'all. Hey, are you looking for a great place to file your taxes for the 2020 tax return? Well, this year is almost over, and tax season is slowly approaching. And Tackling Taxes is a great tax service that's here to service you. So, if you are looking to get your taxes done right, come on down to Tackling Taxes located at 1630 West Station Street in Kankakee, Illinois, 60901 and get your taxes tackled right and receive the best possible refund that you deserve. And the best part, you can call ahead to get your appointment set so that you don't have to wait in line. Just call 815-549-5641. Monday through Saturday from 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. And make your appointment today. And make sure Tackling Taxes, Tackle Your Taxes the Right Way. All right, y'all, we are back. Now, let's jump into this damn Gorilla Glue girl. Now, before I do, I was reading one of the comments before I got off of here where it said Wendy Williams has even passed out dramatic. <laughs> y'all remember that, episode, that Christmas, I mean, that um Halloween episode when she had on that goddamn um, Statue of Liberty outfit and she fainted? Baby. If that, I, I, I was a little confused. I thought it was a dramatic moment, but she fainted for real, y'all. But y'all know Wendy... Is dramatic in her everyday life. And it really carries over. It really does. Some people may think of her as being a little animated. But Wendy Williams is... (laughs) That's her. I promise y'all. That is her to the T. That's who the fuck she is. Somebody say, yeah, I'll be up at 6.37. Cup of coffee or two. (laughs) Okay, because beyond the break, I was asking everybody what do they think is a good timing... For me to post on my um, podcast. Because you all know I'll be up earlier than that so I can do the podcast live. And by 10 a.m. it's already posted for people who just want to listen to the podcast as they're getting ready. So we're going to figure it out. Um, You guys also leave me a voice recording message on the podcast letting me know your thoughts as well. How would you like for me to do it? Would you like for me to just go live at 10 and just do the live you know what i'm saying throughout that hour till it's done or would you all prefer me to keep it how i was doing it by 8 30 ish 9 well you probably be like 8 45 i'll go live just to get people into the room and warm it up and then by nine o'clock i actually get started so i don't know y'all let me know what y'all think on both platforms all platforms let me know what y'all think but anyways y'all let's get into this goddamn gorilla glue suit girl okay even though that's not her name, but (laughs) that's what they've been fucking putting her ass. Gorilla Glue, sue, like suing people. Now, we talked about this girl on my last one where I was telling y'all about, you know, she so-called had put Gorilla Glue into her hair and it's been in there for a month. She couldn't wash it out, yada, yada. I felt it was bullshit because only a nasty bitch would walk around with this crap stuck in your head for a whole month. You didn't go get it go to the emergency room, you didn't try to figure out what was going on, why it couldn't come out your hair, none of the above, it was just stupid to me, the second thing that threw me off was the fact that her hair, she said she was trying to wash it, and she even did all of that on camera with us, right, put all the stuff in the hair, do all this and that, wiped it, nothing, so, you know, people was kind of like, damn, maybe she did put Gorilla Glue in her hair, because... You know when you wash your hair or try to wash your hair, it, it, it would something would happen. So it's so much to debunk about this girl. There have been so many people that have came out and debunked her Gorilla Glue shit for real. So y'all need to go and check these people out. It was one particular black woman and that I, I'm so thankful that she debunked her. I believe she was a hairdresser too. Now she went as far as to demonstrating on her own damn head just so we can see the bullshit, okay? And um, now we're going to We're gonna rewind it just a little bit. Now, when the girl was on camera, right, you all seen her hairstyle. You seen how she had the swoop-de-doop over here. She had the little cute baby hairs floating over here going into her little ponytail. It was a fresh ponytail like she had just did it before she got live, went live, right? Now, for someone who claimed that they have tried everything to wash this out, to get it out of her hair, it goes absolutely nowhere, right? She finally, you know, because she got a big buzz with social media, all the big platforms was picking it up. So, I guess she had to keep going along with the story, which in my opinion, she should have stopped then and told everybody... Hey, it's a joke, y'all. I'm just playing. I didn't put Gorilla Glue in my hair for real. My hair is not stuck together. It was a joke, you know. She, being like most people, when they get caught up in some bullshit, they have to keep the lie going. And that's where she fucked up at. So, two days after her video, she went to the emergency room, right? Now, in the picture of her at the emergency room, her hair white. It's flaky. It's white. It looks stinky and disgusting right now I said bitch just two days ago your hair was fresh and in a month of it being like that it didn't move it didn't change colors it didn't change it's look it didn't change it's texture all of a sudden you're in the emergency room and now your hair looks tacky and crazy so I, people wasn't paying attention cause they would be so invested in the fucking story me being me I, I'm, I'm a bitch that's so nosy. If you show me a picture, I'm in your background trying to see, girl, what's all on her flow? Girl, you see that pile of trash over there in the corner? I'm that girl. I'm that invested into pictures, okay? I see more than the the eye. So as I'm looking at this picture, I'm like, not only is that the hair looks a mess, that ain't even the same swoop the doop style that she had in her video. I said, okay, let's see how far this goes. I said, because at that point, Um, One of my girls, Lovely T from YouTube, if you're not following her, go follow her because T keeps us up on the bull, okay? She, I love Lovely T, okay? And she, she like me, she don't let bullshit get past her. Like you're not finna bag up shit in a candy wrapper and tell me that it's good, okay? I got to investigate. So T is one of those people and I love her because she was the very first person to say the story was bullshit to her. She was the very first person to say it was garbage. She didn't believe the story. And, you know, she didn't even go too deep investing into this, 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 and that. Just from the very first video, T said, that's that's BS. Anybody who does their hair and know about hair and, and stuff like that, that's BS. Okay? So, outside of that, like I said, with the video of her being in the hospital, it was another video of her sitting at home because the hospital sent her home with um distilled water and acetone packets right acetone like to get the nail polish off. now her she went home and her sister you know had the little acetone packets and you can see her like wiping across her hair right as if she was trying to get the glue to loosen up the moment she did this and put the patch onto her hair the girl she her name is tessica tessica get the uh and jerking she got her face covered and She doing all this old stupid squinching shit as if it's burning right so everybody watching the videos they feeling sad i'm still paying attention to this hairdo <laughs> i said that's i said yeah she got that swoop there but on this side where's the baby hairs where's the look cute you know what i'm saying it was so crisp the style was so crisp i i just didn't understand after a month it didn't budge now all of a sudden it's moving, it's budging. Like, come on! It didn't make sense to me. So in the video, I'm just looking. I'm like, she she just put it on the hair like the the acetone didn't even get a chance to seep through your hair because if it's if your hair is that matted and it's um, glued so badly shut, you're gonna have to get through the top layers first before anything can seep through into your scalp. So I was I already thought it was bullshit with her reactions it was for tv it was for it was for the show and you know it was for us to watch so her sister putting in a little acetone packets and wiping and she acting like it's burning so bad and she's jumping up and doing all this so extra stupid shit right clown so i was just i was kind of over it until this woman and a couple other people now has come out and started the gorilla glue challenge so the woman then parted her hair she did a little swoop de doop too she sprayed this side of her hair with be glue, which is the real hairspray. And she sprayed this side of her hair with the Gorilla Glue. First of all, the Gorilla Glue whitened up immediately, which was how her hair looked when she was at the emergency room, which led me to believe once the story got too big for her, she hurried up and sprayed her goddamn hair with Gorilla Glue for real this time and took her ass to the emergency room. Because those were two different pictures. Her hair was two different textures. It was fresh and, and, and looking luxurious on your video. And now it's white and tacky looking at the hospital. Had it happen. So nobody paid attention to that. till now people are starting to debunk her bullshit. So um, after that video of her sister trying to help her get the shit all out her head. Um, one of her, a lawyer, popped up out of no goddamn where. Nobody at all. Here comes the lawyer. Gorilla Glue, you need to be ashamed of yourself. You were supposed to have on your product that is not for the hair. First of all, this is a 40-something-year-old bitch with teenage kids. And not to mention, for those of us who do real research on her page, we scroll so far down to where we see this bitch do arts and crafts she sells stuff so she glue and put the that's what her gorilla glue was for for her arts and crafts. so you knew what the gorilla glue was for you're not a baby and you knew that shit didn't go in your hair it didn't have to say on there don't put it in your hair it said don't put it on your skin make sure that it's not you know when you spray you don't have contact with your eye not inhaling it wear a mask so they let you know just how dangerous this product is i don't believe i have to put on this bottle don't put it in your fucking hair that's obvious right that's like me telling you now don't go using nail glue and put your lashes on do I have to tell you that stupid shit you should know better like come on so the lawyer came out trying to shame gorilla glue and made gorilla because of all the bad press that gorilla glue was getting now they decided to come out and make a statement and they were basically saying how she can get it out her hair oh no she didn't want to do that it was a lot of people in her comments, a lot of hairdressers, telling her, use Goo Gone. Now, Goo Gone is also another chemical, but it breaks down adhesive. Any type of glue. It's gonna, I don't care how strong that glue is, it's gonna break it down. So, everybody telling her, use the Goo Gone. Da, da, da. She don't wanna do none of that shit, because she liked the attention. So, with the big outlets outlets getting the story, there was a, 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 a big, well-known doctor, black doctor, surgeon, whatever, who said that he wanted to help her. He wanted to get the glue out of her hair. He believed he could get the glue out of her hair, but they, of course it would take some hours and then she would have to go, you know, damn it like under surgery, girl. Child, when I say they drugged this shit all the way out, they didn't put the girl to sleep. <laughs> like she was finna get brain surgery or some shit. It was just too much for me. And then what made it seem like a clown circus show, TMZ was there. Why? Why are y'all here in the shade room? Why are y'all here to be the first ones to get a comment from this girl when she wake up? Ask her how she feels and all that. It, it's, it's, it was bullshit. Now, I didn't understand what was the reason for them opening up a goddamn GoFundMe for her. And this was before the, the all the extra shit. It was just the moment that her story went viral about the glue. Somebody opened up a GoFundMe and her family. And this girl got over $15,000 And her GoFundMe for having glue on her fucking hair. She didn't need surgery. She don't have some type of blood, body illness where she needs to go through um, some type of treatment and she need money for. Y'all basically giving this girl money by saying, I'm sorry this happened to you. Here's $100. Here's $1,000. Here's $20. Now when y'all found out that all this shit was garbage and bullshit, all of a sudden everybody want their money back. You think these people finna give anybody their money back? That's I'm I'm just curious. Because once she pull it, and it's pulled now, but once they pull the money from GoFundMe, it's over with. You How you gonna get anything back? The money is gone. It's pulled. So she pulled that money real quick when people started talking about, when she started saying that people was debunking her story. 20 bands. Oh, 20 bands. I knew it was over 15. I didn't know how much. Somebody said she got 20 bands for, for that. Stupid. Now, everybody want their money back. That's your fault. You shouldn't have gave her shit to feel sorry for her. So, anyways, now, after the doctor finally did his thing, got all this stuff all out of her goddamn hair, she's sitting there. Now, this is the part that got me. We're going to do a little fast Rewind. Now, like I said, in the video when her sister was doing the acetone packets on her hair, she was acting like it was burning her so bad, right? Which means she obviously had scalp damage. Some type of blisters, some type of open sores, redness, irritation. Honey, we got so many beauticians in our family, you can't tell me nothing. Not to mention, I actually asked my beautician, and she was like, girl, I seen that video, and it was garbage. She was like, I knew from the door that she was faking. Now... What made me really see that she was on bullshit was after it got all out her head. She doing all this, shaking her hair, rubbing her hands all through her head. Bitch, shouldn't your sh- scalp be sore? Shouldn't it be burnt up, hurting? You shouldn't even want, it, should be so irritating to the touch, you shouldn't even be able to do nothing with it. That's when I was like, boom, she fucked up. Then you want this this attention, not knowing that a lot of these outlets is probably low-key, paid, and helping out glue the glue company. So that they can debunk your shit. So that all this lawsuit that you and your lawyer are trying to do, you're not going to get a penny. Now, where another part where she fucked up that was when she did the interview over the phone with the Shade Room. Uh, or maybe it was it was either TMZ or the Shade Room. Somebody had her on the phone as an interview. She spoke and said too much. So now that's also going to help the Gorilla Glue company because everybody was saying, well, she didn't know it was Gorilla Glue. She thought it was the hair Gorilla Glue. You know, because we do got the... Gorilla snot for the hair, and the gorilla snot spray. So everybody trying to say, she must have mistaken that for that. That girl ain't that goddamn dumb. If you scroll up and down her page, this girl' hair is laid. It's not a page, a picture where her hair is not laid, okay? Her hair is laid to the gods. So you know about hair. You miss me with that one. You know what products go in here and what don't. The second thing that blew me was when she said, I mean, that blew her case When she said, oh, no, 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 I didn't think that it was uh, Gorilla hair glue snot. I knew it was the industrial Gorilla glue. But I just thought that if I sprayed my hair to hold it down, because I didn't have the got to be uh, glue spray anymore, she just thought she'd spray it to hold it down. And when she come home, she'll be able to wash it out. No, you didn't. You didn't think that you was going to be able to come home and wash that industrial glue out your real hair if it was a case where it matted it together for real. So, out of all of that, like I said, now the black girl ended up coming out to debunk her situation. She sprayed the Gorilla Glue on this side. She sprayed the got to be Glue on her right side. The right side cleared up and got hardened as it should with the got to be Glue with the real hairspray. It's like spritz. And this side with the Gorilla Glue was white. It was nasty looking. It was tacky. The girl even grabbed a brush to show y'all, you can't even use it as gel to swoop it because it starts to kink up the hair. Like her hair was looking at the hospital. Unlike how it looked in her very first video. So that's what started to make people really put two and two together and really start investigating way more into her case. She privated her page. A lot of the posts that people was, like, speculating and and, and saying, well, look at this picture, and this is that, and this is the... She was deleting the shit. So y'all know how the media get goddamn it. They screenshots and screen records, and they get everything before you get a chance to go through and delete stuff. So that's how we ended up getting all the videos that we've gotten about her. And she's upset because she can't control it now. When she should have just came the fuck out in the beginning and said... Y'all, do I look that stupid? Of course I didn't put Gorilla Glue in my hair. I was just joking. It was a TikTok. I was just playing. Because that's what she did it on TikTok. She should have said she was joking through the door. But she let herself get to $20,000, a bunch of media coverage. Um, uh, 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 Hollywood is now trying to give this girl a fucking TV show like Bring It. Because if y'all don't know, she does have a dance um. Little girls some girls that she do her little chilling. It's almost like the, the dancing downs. So now they try to give her a shot. I said, Oh, I see this shit. I said I seen it through the door. And then some another company came out talking about they want to work with her on making um her own hair product. I said, if y'all ain't dragging, I said, let me go put some fucking um got to be glued or let me go do some fucking ridiculous ass shit so I can get my payday this just didn't make no sense to me it did not make sense to me like even though y'all see that this may be bullshit and y'all are people are debunking this girl's case y'all still are offering shit to her where they do that at only in america huh baby so i was just i was over it i really was over it i couldn't understand what was going on before my eyes i said so even though y'all can still see that this girl was lying y'all still willing to work with her on stuff Now, granted, she is a, like, substitute teacher or something. She lost her job. Um, A lot of the parents who, there's a lot of them now because she's getting this little celebrity with her. But a lot of other parents were pulling their kids from um, her team, her dance team. A lot of people was coming in because they want that clout. And people talking about, oh, she might be getting the show. I want my baby on the show. It's just so much, child. It just, I... I, I was getting a headache. I was catching a headache from reading all the shit. But what I will say, I will keep an eye on the case. I'm not going to bring every single situation that come up about this girl. But I will come back if, she, if this bitch get a hair product and if she get a TV show, I will be coming back to talk about it. Or if she actually goes to court because she ended up making a statement saying... She ain't trying to sue Gorilla Glue Company. It was her lawyer. Her lawyer did, just took over the case and they're trying to sue the company for it. She never wanted to sue the company. Of course you didn't because you knew you was lying. Now you didn't want to sue the company because you knew you was damn lying and you know that ain't no good going to come from you with you trying to do this stuff. So, you know, I don't know. We'll see what happens. Child, I, I I just don't want to be too invested in this story too much, but we'll see what the fuck happens. We'll see. Anyways, on to the next Instant Coffee Unfiltered segment. We're going to be talking about Silento. Now, those, again, like I said, if you don't know who Silento is, he is the guy who came out with the song Whip and Nay Nay. Um, Nae. That song came out, was it back in 2015? 16? It's been a while. That song's been out for a long time now. But um, let me read the article real quick. It says, Rapper Silento, known for his song and viral dance craze, Watch Me Whip, Watch Me Nay Nay, was arrested Monday in DeKalb County and charged with murder in the death of his cousin, authority said. Ricky Lamar Hawks, 23, is accused of shooting 34-year-old Frederick Ross multiple times outside of his home in Panthersville area last month. Hawks was booked into the DeKalb um, jail Monday night and is being held without bond on the single murder charge jail record show. Baby. Now it says, I mean, and I will say this before I continue with this article. I felt something was going on with this little boy because after his fame and then he, you know, he was young when Whitney came out. So a lot of young people, when they get a little fame and it dies out very quickly, mentally, they can't help that. They can't handle it. They are ready to just, you know what I'm saying, kill they self. They, they want to go out. They can't handle it no more because the, the celebrity is not there anymore. The popularity isn't there anymore. And I was seeing this boy go downhill. The first time I saw him go downhill was when he was called um, I think he was doing like hundred miles an hour or some crazy stuff down a residential street, like uh, a main busy street though, but like hundred miles an hour, just, he was under the influence. And then, um, another article came out where he walked into a random person house with a machete trying to kill every damn body. Cause he thought it was his shit. Like the industry does something to people. If you let it, you know, if you get in the industry and you allow them to manipulate you, especially when you're young, it's easy to be manipulated into doing drugs or having sex and doing all these crazy stuff to keep your career going. And then when you hit rock bottom, you looking like Raz B, you know, Raz B running around here talking. He still ain't done talking about um, B2K and and what they made all of them do as a group together and with each other, baby. I knew it was something going on with them with that first album picture where omarion was laid on the ground like this then you had raspy on his back and then you had the other guy on his back i said what type of fruity but people weren't thinking about that back in the days because mentally those things wasn't going on to say oh child somebody might be you know i ain't gonna say child pornography wasn't going on but in the industry we didn't hear much about that so people looked at that picture as innocent. I looked at that picture as a little suspicious and creepy. Even with immature. Some of the pictures were immature like the one when they was all in the bed. Why would this be y'all album cover? That ain't not one female laid in between y'all nothing. Make it look like it was a threesome. Y'all just look like it was y'all doing some nasty shit. So yeah, it was a little suspect. But I, I, I knew something was going on with this boy. I knew it was something mentally going on. And he couldn't handle that he wasn't famous like that anymore. But it says, however, after a thorough investigation, KDPD detectives identified Hawks as Rook's cousin and the person responsible for Rook's murder. DeKalb Police spokeswoman Michelle Vincent said investigators are still working to uncover the motive behind the shooting because at this moment he is not speaking. So they trying to do a lot of investigating maybe with family friends to find out was there any beef going on with them too? What could have happened to lead to him to shoot his goddamn cousin? Uh, was it like five times? I forgot. It, it didn't say it in this article, but I read another article where it said how many times he shot that damn boy. And I was just like, wow. Okay. In broad daylight. Okay. He really didn't care. Something mentally is going on with that boy. It, it really is. And it's, it's, it's sad because, man, I, and it make me wonder too, like, where's his mom and then? Where's his family at? Where's the people who's supposed to be? Even if he don't have any money like that, he still has a celebrity name. Your name is still known in the industry. They still know who you are. Everybody else can pop up. Lamar Odom can pop up and talk about his drug addiction and his challenges. And everybody and their mama want to offer help. Everybody want this and that. Why ain't nobody can offer help to this boy? That's all I want to know. Why nobody can offer help to this guy? Because it's like y'all seen him going downhill because he was in the news left and right. Those two cases I said was just like small shit. This man been in the news for quite some time doing crazy stuff. And it's like a cry for help. A lot of people don't even see it that way. It's a real cry for help. Let me see what y'all talking about. Let me start over here. Let me scroll up. Let me scroll up. Okay, somebody. Y'all still talking about Wendy. Even her talk is dramatic. <laughs> Let me see. Um, Okay, y'all talking about morning stuff. Okay, y'all. Y'all still talking about me Um, doing the shows at different times. So, what well, I suggest you better... Cut it up because the really, huh? Because the really blue is not coming out. I've used. Oh, you meant to say the gorilla glue. You must be typing too fast because you said the, the really blue is not coming out. I've used that. It's, I use that shit is strong. So she meant to say the gorilla glue because I'm like, the really blue is not coming out. <laughs> Reread y'all post before you hit send. Um. Yeah, that gorilla glue don't come out at all. Um, Did you see the man who gorilla glued a plastic cup to his lips? (laughs) Yes, I did. I seen it, and I was just—and it's crazy because I seen the video, not just the article of him being in the hospital. I seen the fucking video. I said, first of all, the gorilla glue he's using is like a nail glue. You know that this bride used the spray. I don't know what he was doing. (laughs) That Gorilla Glue is really, really strong. It's not tacky. That's some real strong Gorilla Glue that he used. And I thought that was really stupid. Really stupid. I'm like, what made him, baby, (laughs) people do anything to trend. And it's a sad world that we have so many people who's willing to follow a trend, to go viral, to get follows, that y'all damn near willing to kill y'allself, harm yourself for a follow? Right. Ooh, like, who the fuck does that? That's stupid as shit to me. <laughs> Somebody says, I saw it too. If I was the nurse, I would have just snatched the cup off his lip. <laughs> you got your ass fired. You probably would took that man's whole goddamn skin off his lip. Somebody said, I feel I feel bad about Salento. He's going through it. He is. He is, and I think that's sad, man. I think it's sad, because he's still young. You know what I'm saying? It ain't like he grown, girl. So just think about back when he did Whip Nene. He was a real preteen. You know what I'm saying? Because what did he say? What did he say? He was 23? Like, come on. His cousin was 34? That's sad. It's sad. He was a little baby, man. And the industry, man, he got viral. They ate him up and spit his ass out. They didn't even bother to keep him going. Come out with a new song, nothing. Okay, some of y'all still be playing about Wendy. We off the Wendy. Y'all know how I do on this show. When we off that subject, we are off that subject. We talking about Gorilla Glue Girl and Silent Hill right now. Good morning. Hey, welcome into the room. I know it's almost 12. Somebody say it's almost 12. What we doing? <laughs> Girl, I know this was something new, y'all. This was something new. This was something new. I- I'm trying to do something new, y'all. She said, it's almost 12. What is we doing? (laughs) Yes. Okay. But, okay. So, no more. Nobody else is talking about these two. Everybody keep talking about Wendy. I'm not reading it. What else we got going on over here? Nothing more. Okay. Well, you guys, that is all for the instant coffee unfiltered. We talked about them. Now, for the closeout show. Because it's Black History Month, I want to close out the show for the remainder of the month with a little Black History education. And I'm going to call it a moment in history. Um, and like I said, it's only for the month of February. I know I'm a little late starting because we got two videos, uh, two podcasts already uploaded. That's okay. Better late than never, right? Long as we're doing it. So, with this close out, I am going to be reading you guys um a little article on Alexander Twilight. So this is Black History Month, so I'm going to be finding different stuff. It says, Alexander Twilight, September 23rd, 1795, to June 19th, 1857. Golly! Then was when my ancestors was here. Ain't nobody, nobody who I know in this life was (laughs) alive. Now it says alexander lucas twilight was an african-american educator minister and politician he is the first african-american man to have earned a bachelor's degree from an american college or university he graduated from mulberry college in 1823 he was ordained as a congregational minister and worked in education and ministry all his career in 1829, Twilight became prince, the principal of the Orleans County Grammar School. There, he designed and built the Anthony Hall, the first, the first granite public building in the state of Vermont. Um, so he built the first public school, you might as well say. Hey, it says in 1836, he was the first African-American elected as a state legislator and he served in the Vermont House of Representatives. He was also the only African-American man ever elected to the state legislature before the Civil War. That is our Black History moment in history about Alexander. Yes! Alexander Twilight. See, we were some amazing people, honey, and, I um, you know, as Black people. Very amazing. I mean, we're amazing as people in general, but when it comes to finding out you know a little more on your history as blacks and you found out all these different inventors and you know people that even in school we didn't know about you know before they started taking the history lessons out of school we didn't know much black history the history we knew was just of the norm you know what i'm saying it wasn't really deep into the black history but there's a little black history for you all for our closeout show now, that is all I have for today, you guys. I hope you all like the show and come back for the next one. If you would like me to shout out your small business on the show for free, shoot me an email at spillingallthebeans55 at gmail.com so that we can get started on helping you promote your small business on the beginning of our show. Now, if you would like a commercial slot on the show, just email me as well at spillingallthebeans55 at gmail.com so that we can go over prices and you know, how you want the video or how you want your, um, commercial to sound, what do you want me to put in it? If you want me to do the voiceover, if you want to do the voiceover, we'll talk about all of that in the, um, email. But, um, also I want to thank everybody who is paying into the podcast. Thank y'all. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Cause y'all ain't got to give me a penny. And for everybody who's donating to my cash app through the podcast, because you don't want to be a monthly member. I understand you know month to month with things going on right now you don't know how your pockets gonna look so if you are donating into the show I really appreciate that y'all all all know that I kind of wanted to do a thing where cuz I know a lot of people like to donate in private but I kind of wanted to do a thing where if you want me to shout you out for your donations on the show just let me know you know when you send in your donation just say shout me out and I'm in there but if you are a monthly supporter you have to kind of send me a message or something. Let me know you want me to shout you out on the show. Cause you can't type on the podcast or anything. You can just send me a voice message, a message. So let me know if you guys want me to kind of say your name on the show to show my appreciation to you all. Because it's a nice number of y'all that's giving me money. And um, y'all ain't got to, okay? But for all of you who do want to donate into the show monthly, just hit that support button right in front of you and you can pay anywhere from as low as a dollar a month to nine dollars a month, ten dollars, nine ninety nine. But if you don't want to be a monthly supporter you just want to donate from time to time, you can donate at my cash app, dollar sign, custom brands. Everything will be in the playback description box below so that you can see everything um, about the small business for you all to go and follow Hollywood 22. And you all will see how to donate to the show as well. Now that's all I got for y'all today. I ain't got no more. Thank y'all for tuning into the show and I will see y'all next Monday. Bye!